Sherman from MLive and Michigan's Best, and we continue our podcast series with Michigan Sugar, makers of Pioneer Sugar. And today we're going to delve deeper into the science of growing sugar beets and talk to the Director of Agronomy and Research at Michigan Sugar, Mr. Corey Guza. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm super excited to talk to you about the science behind sugar beets because um, I think a lot of times when people think of um, farming, they might think it's just as a natural process, throw the, throw the seeds in the ground, hope for the best, and, and uh, plan for the worst, and, and there you go. But really, you guys are using some very specific scientific things to make sure you always get the best possible crop out there, correct? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, weather and mother nature always plays a huge role when you're in agriculture and growing sugar beets. It's a, it's a big factor for us. So, I mean, we try to set some goals on our historic averages and see, okay, you know, what would our sugar content be? What would our um, yield be? How many tons of beets do we produce? But really the weather, weather does play a big factor in that. So what we try to do is I'll research study different ways to grow beets to maybe um, hedge our risk to make it less risk uh, for the grower. But yeah, when you have challenges like we had in mid-Michigan this year where, um, you know, some of our gro growers in, you know, Northern Bay or Nat County and the, uh, the flooding that happened, that was a real, that was real devastating for our gray growers. Uh, you know, that was, they had, had all their fields were flooded and that's a challenge. Some of those challenges are difficult to overcome no matter what you do. But, um, but we try to do the best within the, in the situations we get and, and move it forward with our research and our studies and some of our data to, to help set up the season and make it as best possible. So as a director of agronomy at Michigan Sugar, what does your regular day look like? Like, what are you doing on a daily basis in, in the scientific realm to move these sugar beet farmers forward? Yeah, so one of our strategies is, I mean, so it kind of starts, we start planning and then we, we have things we do throughout the season. So if you look at, um, right now we're right in the middle of harvest, research harvest, we're, we're, we're uh, full blown. I'm actually in our research lab right now. So we are doing sugar analysis on what we call official variety trials. Uh, so our official variety trials in, our, in uh, sugar beets, we have the growers, um, since they own the company, they set the standards for what they would like for seed. So they, the seed producers or the seed companies um, work to produce seed that matches the grower standards. So part of our job is we have about eight official variety trials throughout the growing region. So from, from uh, Ithaca all the way up to the tip of the thumb. And we grow these, uh, these research plots and try to see how the varieties are going to perform. And so um, we then take, we harvest the plots for yields to see how, much, how many tons they have. And then we look at the sugar content. So what is the sugar content of the beets? And so if those varieties match uh, the minimum standards that the growers set, then they can be approved and the growers can then uh, purchase them uh, for sale. So yeah, the, the growers have a seed committee. So um, Michigan Sugar, I'm part of the seed committee. Our research guys are part of the seed committee. And uh, so we basically set those standards through the planning. We actually just, just approved the five-year plan for 2025. So we have our 2025 goals set now, and that's we want higher sugar and uh, better disease from our varieties, uh, better disease uh, management from our varieties. So those are all things that are part of the standards that we set. And then we test and study that. So uh, yeah, we'll do, uh, we're into harvest right now. 
but we also do, we have planting. So we plant the trials, we sort the seeds, the seed companies bring the seed to us in the spring. We plant them, we care for the trials, we manage them all season long, and then uh, wait for harvest to get the standards. So that's some of what we do from a variety perspective. Gotcha. Now for us lay people who uh, don't know a ton about sugar beets, when you say you're gonna set the standard for the amount of sugar you wanna get out of a sugar beet, what, what are we talking about here? Like, is it a percentage? Is it a number of grams or how does that work? Oh uh, yeah, great question. So yeah, it's pretty standard for us uh, in the business, but we talk about percent sugar. So, I mean, beets range anywhere from, you know, 14 to 20% sugar we've seen um, come out of the beets now. And so when you look at that, you know, at a, a ton of, of sugar beets, for example, if, uh, if you're looking at a ton and looking at the percentages there, so you're looking at 18% of that ton of beet is sugar. And there's also things like impurities and different things. So that's what, you know, our factories work on is, is they make the white sugar that you have uh, next to you is uh, when they're working to make white sugar, there's impurities there that, I mean, actually are nutrients that help the plant grow, but they're not nutrients that you want in your, your sugar necessarily um, when it comes time to, to use it for baking and those things. So, um, so that's, that's part of what we're studying, what beets might have more impurities in them versus others which ones will have higher sugar content, so 18% sugar. And so we try, the more sugar you can get in the beet, the more efficient the process is, right? So the higher amount um, when you're in the factories, you can get more out and that's good for, for everybody. So, yeah, it's kind of like gas mileage in your car, right? The right. more mileage you get, the better it is. The more sugar percent, uh, the better it is, so. So, uh, excuse my ignorance, but is there something like, in, in brewing, we use like a thing called a hydrometer to figure out our original gravity. What do you guys use to figure out the sugar? How do you, do you have a special tool? <laughs> uh, we do actually, well, we, yeah, so in the lab, um, we, we kind of use two tools right now. And in the past, we've used uh, different types of tools as well. One, I mean, a common household, like if you're looking at um, uh, item is refractometer. So you can touch sugar on many things, different juices and things using a refractometer. But in our case, we have what we call a betalizer. So uh, sugar beet scientific name is beta vulgaris. And so beta means beet in, uh, you know, in Latin. So, so we have a betalizer, which is basically a sugar analyzer. So it looks at um, how analyzes the sugar in the juice, as well as what's kind of cool, it has a flame photometer. So it actually will, um, will, in, will it look kind of like your gas grill. So it'll shoot, uh, sugar beet juice into uh, this flame unit and it'll actually burn off at different colors. So actually measuring potassium, sodium are two of the numbers that we measure that are impurities because, you know, salt, sodium. So we look at the content of the potassium and the sodium as well as we have a unit that analyzes nitrogen. So those are kind of the three things we look at. So we want minimums of the potassium, sodium, nitrogen and maximums of the sugar. But yeah, we have the betalizer. And then actually all our grower samples are run on what we call an NIR. So it basically just measures um, uh, the sugar content in the beet by shining light into uh, the beet pulp. And then it excites the bonds in the beet pulp and then it gives you a base clear percentage. So it's very fast, which is neat because the, uh, it takes longer sometimes. Our old system where we, we used to slice the beets and freeze the juice and take the juice to the lab and thaw it, analyze it. Now we can actually have on-demand results for the growers. So we bring the beets in and 
They, as soon as we get their sample, we run it through our, our uh, machine and they'll get results and posted to the web. And a lot of times they're asking me, how come my results aren't there quite yet? And sometimes it takes just a little while. You know, if you got, we run everything in Bay City. So let's say you're in Gratiot County or you're in Huron County. Sometimes it just takes a while to transport those samples over. So patience, you know. grower farmers, patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but it is pretty fast. I mean, usually, yeah, within, you know, three to four days, if things go well, they can have their results back on how their, how their sugar beet crop looks in the field. So it's kind of nice to have those instant results and they can say, oh, that was good or I could improve on that. And that's a little bit part of what we do on the agronomy side of it too. I have a, a counterpart um, in the East and Central District, District, Dennis Fisher, and we work on the agronomy. Plus we have a team of field consultants uh, that go out and try to work with the growers to say, okay, what are things you can do in your fields to um, improve your sugar content, improve your yield, improve your consistency? And weather will trump all, but you know, it's kind of like anything, right? You try to hedge hedge yourself in the right direction and you hope it all works out, so. Fingers crossed, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of planning and then a little bit of luck usually with farming, and I feel. Yeah, yeah. Very, <laughs> now, very... Corey, you, you mentioned that um, you actually are looking for some more help in your research lab at Michigan Sugar. What kind of jobs are there um, in your lab and what kind of people are you looking for? Well, we're looking for um, all types, so. Um, People are maybe looking for some part-time work that maybe want to work um, anywhere from, you know, our typical hours in the lab here are from like seven to four. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll do people that may be looking for a day or two of work that they'd want to come in, we'll rotate around or, um, you know, with, with COVID, one of my favorite, before COVID, one of my favorite people to have was stay-at-home moms because, you know, if you took your kids to school and everybody's at school and, you were looking to earn a little extra income. Um, you know, we love that because it's kind of like a, um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a fun process as we're analyzing the beads and, and doing the sampling. It's, it's like, it's got like a miniature kitchen set up here, or I say miniature, it's, it's about the size of a kitchen. And so we're, we're filtering um, beet juice and running it through the machines. And so, yeah, we're looking for people, uh, anybody who wants to earn a little extra income and it's anything from washing dishes. We have glassware that we need to wash and things like that. And just, just uh, you know, even if a half a day they wanted to work, we'd be glad to have them. So, yeah. And so you don't, you don't necessarily need a doctorate in agronomy to come and work at Michigan Sugar in the research lab. That, absolutely not. Yep. Just need to want to earn some money and enjoy, uh, enjoy working hard. We, we like to move kind of fast. So, uh, but even if you like to move slow, that's okay too. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Corey. <laughs> well, great. If we get a bunch of people, that's okay. We'll, we'll put you to work. But yeah, we have both the, the sugar lab and research here. That's part-time. Then we also have a tear lab too. So um, we are looking for both day shift and we could even use some night shift people in the sugar lab at Bay City for the grower samples. So um, we have lots of, lots of options. So if they're interested uh, online, we have, our, have some jobs online. They're welcome to apply online or um, you know contact our contact Michigan Sugar directly. So awesome. Well, thank you for all that information. We super appreciate you sharing it with our MLive readers. Corey Guza, the director of agronomy and research at Michigan Sugar, makers of Pioneer Sugar. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, if you want to get more information about Michigan Sugar, you want to head to michigansugar.com. And of course, you can follow our podcast along right here on Facebook. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.